Welcome to the Mindful Vitality Podcast. If you're ready to ditch the diet and love yourself healthy, you've come to the right place. I'm Holly Braddock, a registered nutritionist, and I help women just like you learn how to nourish their body and mind for optimal health so they can crush those goals. Using intuitive eating and prioritizing self-care, we work together to create deep healing and build a healthy lifestyle that lasts. Hey guys, welcome back to the Mindful Vitality Podcast. Today I'm here with Bronwyn Attico, who's a birth and postpartum doula. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah. So do you want to tell us a bit about your business? Sure. So myself and my business partner run a business in Kitchener, Waterloo called Balancing from Birth to Baby. Uh, we offer childbirth education classes. We offer some postpartum classes. And we also offer birth and postpartum doula support. And then I, in addition to that, um, offer birth and birth healing coaching. Okay. So what's the difference between um, doula services versus coaching? So a doula services is somebody who's going to be physically present with you, um, whether that's at your birth or after you've given birth and you need help while you're adjusting to life with a new baby. Um, whereas a coach, I work virtually. So I've worked okay. with women around the world, most often um, in Canada and the States, but I have had some inquiries from people from Australia and also England. Oh, wow. And yeah, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. And so I'm helping them with a lot of the th- sorts of things that I do with my doula clients locally. Um, the more sort of mindfulness practices mm-hmm. around getting ready for birth or working through a previous tough birth experience, um, for example. Um, so a lot of that sort of stuff that I would do with a client locally, I'm doing in a virtual setting. Oh, cool. Mm. That's amazing. Um, and what would you say are the benefits of using a coach to prepare for labor? So I really work with people's fears. And mm. I think that um, there's so much around birth in this culture. And when a woman finds out she's pregnant, there's several things that seem to typically happen in um our Western culture. The first is everybody starts to say, oh my gosh, congratulations. And then they say, I had the worst. And then fill in the blank with like, you know, a really ridiculously horrible story that scares her. And she starts to hear these over and over and over again. Mm. I've even had clients who said to me, like, I'm so scared to actually have my baby shower because I've heard so many negative stories and I feel like I'm just going to keep hearing about the baby shower. Oh, no. So that's there. The other piece that's there is I feel like there's so much pressure because the other question that people will say, well, oh, what are you thinking of doing? Are you going to have a home birth? Are you going to have a hospital birth? Are you going to have an epidural? You better get the epidural. Like, Yeah. there's all these sorts of questions and I think a lot of women just feel really overwhelmed with what their options are Mm -hmm. and what each one means because of course everybody if they don't stand behind the option that you're thinking of has an opinion on it right because it's like once you're pregnant you're public property right yeah so I think that's created this 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 environment for women that it's much easier to focus on how they're going to decorate the nursery or what stroller they're going to buy than actually to try and think about the birth. Mm-hmm. And I have a lot of women who come to me saying, I've been really struggling because I just, I feel like I'm avoiding it. Yeah. But it's looming. It's going to happen. I'm due in a month or I'm due in a couple of months and, and my fear is starting to really come up. Yeah. Like you have to process those worries and everything. You yeah. can't just 
Yeah. To let it build. Exactly. And and having been a doula for several years now, I've attended almost um, 40 births at this point. Mm. The clients that have sort of tucked those fears under the rug and hope that they would just kind of go away on their own, they come up in the birth room Uh. and they do affect labors. And so it's really important to work through them. And if Mm. it feels scary to work through them, that's where a birth preparation coach can make a big difference. Mm -hmm. So looking at the root of those fears, um, where those fears came from, if they're really legitimate for you. But then also the bigger question for me to ask my clients is, if this were to happen, what's the story that you're telling yourself about Mm. yourself if this happens? Right. Because, you know, for example, like a C-section, I've had moms say, Mm -hmm. well, I feel like I would fail. It would mean that I was a failure if I had a C-section. So that's what we really need to heal, not whether or not you have a Mm C-section. Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. And I feel like, I mean, I'm I'm not a mom myself, but I just know that, I guess, because there's more info now on like the benefits of vaginal birth. We're Mm -hmm. getting like the, I'm all about the gut health. So like baby getting seated with mom's flora and stuff, right? And everything. Yeah. Yeah. And so people, I guess, judge if you don't have a vaginal birth because they worry about the baby's health or whatever, because they know it's healthier. But I guess, first of all, like sometimes there's, it's an emergency C-section. So you could have planned to have vaginal birth, but then what can you do, right? It's, you don't want baby to get affected by the birth. So you have to have C-section. So, um, but I know with like planned C-section, you can get, is it called like seeding or something where they put um, a piece of cloth or something inside mom's vaginal canal to get the uh, probiotics and bacteria then they swab them when after birth yeah or... so they can swab that on the baby in fact yeah. I've actually had that happen in unplanned c-sections as well oh, okay um a couple of clients that um were really hoping for a vaginal delivery for whatever the circumstances were weren't able to mm-hmm. have that vaginal delivery um and before they went into the OR they said this is really important to me and my experience with OBs they were like we're not going there. Like, yeah, this is not something that we do. We don't know enough about it. We're they, like the OBs in this particular area of the world seem to be really wary of it. Um, but in the cases that I've been involved in, they had a midwife as well. And the midwife mm-hmm. said, okay, I'm happy to do this. And, you know, they put on the gloves and grab some bandage and, you know, swapped mm-hmm. mom. And then that's what we, we rubbed onto baby. So yeah. the thing with, with the seating piece is that because we don't actually know how much that baby potentially ingests. Right. It's really hard to know. Like, there's no way to figure this out. Yeah. Right? Um, but I think every little bit in that particular case helps. Mm-hmm. And it helps make a difference. Yeah, yeah. I think it's hard because with Western medicine, everything has to have, like, a standardized procedure and, like, exact amounts. Yes. And this study has been proven that this many mils of fluid need to be on baby for it to make a difference and blah, blah, blah. It's yeah. like... Yeah. Sometimes you don't have to follow everything to the T. Like it's like you said, it's better to have something than nothing, than nothing. and at least make the effort. To, exactly. Yeah. 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 But I think too, the other aspect of that whole situation is just like catching ourselves when we like start judging someone for you know, say they had a C-section and, and we think that they should have had a vaginal birth, but we don't know the whole story, right? And and we shouldn't well, judge them. Yeah. Like, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And and I think that. You know, when I first started out um, as a doula, and I I only launched the coaching piece this year, so I've been a doula a lot longer than I've done the coaching piece. Um, But when I first started as a doula, I had a very um, 
particular um, opinions about epidurals. And and for the most part, I was very Mm anti-epidural. And now I'm not anymore. I've seen epidurals work really well in a variety of situations. Mm -hmm. I've seen unmedicated deliveries work really well in a variety of situations. And I've seen situations where both were really, really tough that, you know, an epidural didn't work or Mm -hmm. the vaginal delivery was really tough for mom to get through. And, and so I don't really, I feel like my role as a doula, um, when I'm present at a birth, and I'll talk about that role in a moment with coaching, but I really feel like my role as a doula at a birth is to support how this journey is unfolding. Mm. And it's not my place to have my opinion or biases come up in what is your journey and ultimately how you have things proceed. Yeah. And as a coach, I feel the same way. I'm just not there at the birth room. Mm -hmm. So as a coach, it's about asking, it's looking at those fears, but then also once we've worked through those fears and what they mean, what are your preferences? Right. Um, So if you do have to have an epidural or if we know a C-section is a really big, scary thing for you, what would be your preference to make that feel like a more holistic experience? And how can you present that to your caregivers, Mm -hmm. both leading up to your birth, but also at your birth? So that's a big part that I work on as well as a coach is, you know, when I'm at a birth as a doula, I can act like a voice with my clients to some degree, but as a coach, I can't. So let's work on how you can feel empowered enough Mm -hmm. to have those hard conversations when you're in a very vulnerable moment as a birthing woman or the partner supporting a birthing woman. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, So what exactly is involved in coaching? So it depends on the package that clients book with me. Um, I have a package that's a month long that's just really sort of taking a deep dive into a couple of fears and what do we need to do to work through those. Um, So if there's something that's really glaringly obvious, um, it's about working through those. And we might touch on the postpartum a little bit, but it's really more about the focus being on birth. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I have a three-month package that's much more in-depth. So we're looking at both that birth, but also planning your postpartum. And that some clients have booked that to have their their due date to be sort of in the middle of that time period so they have my support afterward as well so if they need to work through anything that happened during the birth they can do so or if they're really struggling with new mom issues or new parent issues they Mm -hmm. have my support with that um typically though it's a call um every week or every other week that we do do over zoom um and then i also get clients to do homework because i like homework yeah (laughs) (laughs) gotta practice what you learn yeah exactly so if i teach them a mindfulness technique their their job for every day until our next call is to practice that for five minutes or ten Mm -hmm. minutes so it's not super in depth but it's just to get them to start thinking or maybe i give them a journal assignment to start exploring this so that we can you know our next call we can make more headway into that issue that's awesome what are some of the common um postpartum issues that people deal with well i think for first time moms especially it's just how huge this change is Mm. and all the emotions attached to this change that first week um going into even two or three weeks depending on how the birth was and how breastfeeding's been going and how much support you have that's genuine support not people that are coming over and being critical and expecting you to serve them tea or for you to have a pristine home you know (laughs) that there's just so much range of emotion that can happen. And one moment you look at your baby and you're totally head over heels in love with this little, you know, intricate being that you've created. And two minutes later, you're bawling into like the laundry (laughs) you're trying to fold because you just feel so overwhelmed. And Mm -hmm. 
there's just so much that can come up, you know. Um, I like to talk about how it, it's it's almost sort of like a shock when you leave the hospital yeah. or um, if you have a home birth when your midwives leave your home. Just like, it's like the holy shit, is this real moment? <laughs> Sorry, can I swear? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> no, I can just picture that happening and be like, uh-oh, now what? Am I doing things right? Yeah. Or, yeah. Like I've had clients that are like, um, so they're telling us to leave the hospital and they just have this like deer in headlights yeah. look on them, their face like, like this is real. Like we get to go home with this being and nobody's yeah. coming with us to tell us what to do. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like starting kin- the first day that you started kindergarten, when yeah. you, were, you know, four or five and like just how big and intimidating that school felt. It's the same kind of feeling. Mm-hmm. And, um, there's so much that comes with that. And so much love for this baby, but so much uncertainty in yourself and, um, you know, not knowing what to do and asking your partner to do something. And then they think they do the wrong thing or the baby's still crying or, you know, like like everything gets tested those first couple of weeks. Yeah. So. And the lack of sleep probably doesn't help. Yeah. (laughs) And for moms, you know, depending on how the birth went and there's just that physical recovery that can feed into all all that range of emotions too. Mm. And yeah. Yeah. Can yeah. only imagine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so if you have a coach like yourself, do you still need to take childbirth classes or use a doula as well? Mm, that's a great question. Well, running a doula agency and a childbirth education business, I think that both are really, really key. Um, and I, so I would say it depends on the individual. Mm. As a coach, if I'm working with people who are in the Kitchener-Waterloo area, I can tell them information you know, this hospital does this, or this is best practices at this hospital, or this, I know that care provider that you're working with, and they typically do such and such, you know, I I can speak to those experiences. But if I'm working with somebody internationally or outside of this area, I can't speak to that. And so Mm -hmm. taking a childbirth class can be really helpful, because you get that personalized information for your area. Yeah. And that gives you a clearer sense of, you know, oh, if I have to have an epidural, this is the procedure that this particular hospital follows or whatnot, right? So you know what to expect. Yeah, Yeah. totally. Um, And I have had clients who have hired me and have worked as a coach and have worked with a doula and done childbirth classes. And I've had clients who've um, haven't, you know, they felt like they got enough information from me with me and and didn't really work with a doula. And that's actually Mm -hmm. something that I help people sort of discern when they're working with me as to whether or not they need that or, or are there other ways that we can find to educate and prepare them for this process so that they get that sort of localized information mm-hmm. yeah awesome yeah. is there anything else you wanted to add before we wrap it up maybe share with us where we can find you on social media sure all that. yeah so I'm very active on Instagram I post um once or several times a day so that's just Bronwyn Attico all one word okay um I my website is balancing birthbaby.com so there's lots on there about all of the different um, services that we provide and you can find us also on Instagram at balancing from birth to baby and same with Facebook so awesome yeah well thanks so much for joining me today it was really amazing and to learn about all your services and yeah now I'm interested for when it comes my turn (laughs) wonderful I can't wait to chat with you then awesome (laughs) thanks again have a great day
So you're ready to start your healing journey, but there's so much confusing health info out there these days. How do you know who to trust or what to try? I've got you. Inside the exclusive Hustle and Grow community, I bring you science-based nutrition tips that you can trust. You get to connect with other women who are just like you and who are ready to optimize their health in order to reach their goals. We talk about everything from poop to periods, brain fog, and boosting energy. Most importantly though, I built this group to be a safe, welcoming space for women to open up about any health problem they have and to support each other through life's ups and downs. If you're ready to hustle and grow into your best self, then join us and start your healing journey today. Thanks for tuning in today, guys. Hey, can I ask a quick favor? If you have two minutes to spare, can you leave me a rating and review in your podcast app? It helps spread the word so I can help as many people as possible on their healing journey. Stay tuned for a new episode next Monday. And as always, if you have any episode topic suggestions, slide into my DMs at mindful underscore vitality on Instagram and let me know. See you Monday.